0: This is the Colorado Tech Weekly podcast for Monday, January 25th, 2016. Colorado Tech Weekly is your source for the top 10 Colorado Tech news stories for the past week and the top 10 technology-related events for the upcoming week. I am your host, Scott Pantel. This podcast is powered by your interest in the Colorado technology community. The best way to show your interest is by providing feedback and by supporting the show through our Patreon page, at patreon.com slash coloradotechweekly. This week's news is brought to you by the number 10 and the letter Z. 10 is for the number of coffees I've consumed, and Z is for some of the companies that had good news this week. The online real estate site Zillow is growing their presence in Denver. Dizion, that's D-I-Z-Z-I-O-N, is expanding, and tech startup community maker Galvanize Got more funding. Let's dig into those stories and more with the headlines. Built in Colorado profiled five innovative tech companies that call ski towns home. Mountain Drones, Incorporated is in Telluride, Telluride and designs, builds, and operates drones that can handle the tough mountain conditions. Trex, that's T R E K Z, is a way to crowdsource and search for adventures. They're based in Steamboat Springs. Also in Steamboat Springs is u it That's U-G-R-O-K space I-T. it lets you use a smartphone to identify, locate, and track inventory using RFID technology. Savvy Amigo is based in Aspen. And it lets you connect to a savvy local in any area that you are visiting, just like you would call a friend. On the flip side of travel information, Travel Recon, based in somewhere that I forgot to put on there, compiles and translates intelligence reports and news for international locations to help your trip abroad be a safe one. It's really cool to hear about the Colorado tech companies that are outside of the front range. Also from built-in Colorado, Madwire Media is moving their headquarters from Loveland to Fort Collins. Most of Madwire's employees live in Fort Collins. The move will also double their space to make room for 200 more employees, and it will include a frisbee golf course, baseball fields, and a 3,000-square-foot gym. Boulderopolis reports that a recent NASA contract will mean Louisville-based Sierra Nevada space systems will need to do some hiring soon. The contract is for the use of Sierra Nevada's unmanned Dream Chaser spacecraft to resupply the International Space Station. This is great news for Sierra Nevada after they had to lay off staff in September of 2014 after losing a contract for a manned version of the spacecraft. This will also be good news for local Sierra Nevada partners, Lockheed Martin, and United Launch Alliance. Straight from the horse's mouth, Denver's Dijon, an end-user cloud computing company, is moving to a new office in downtown Denver and expanding their office in San Antonio, Texas. Digin is planning on doubling their existing staff in both locations this year. Another list from built-in Colorado. This time they profiled four companies that are leading the charge for a more diverse Colorado technology community. The Tectonic Group is based in Broomfield and is designed to address the shortage of entry-level software developers. New developers can go through Tectonic Academy and learn while getting paid a salary and working alongside senior developers. Gusto, formerly Zen Payroll, has offices in Denver and San Francisco. In September of last year, they made a public commitment to increase diversity in their team. They wanted to increase the percentage of female engineers from 11% to 18% by January of this year. Well, they did not get 18%. They got 21%. SendGrid is a marketing and transactional email company in Denver. One of the ways they were able to increase their diversity was by participating in Return Path's Return to Work program this past fall. And the last company in this list is Douglas County-based electronic component company Arrow Electronics. Arrow started Arrow Forward Day in 2015 to target diverse undergraduate business and engineering students. This list is just a small taste of the work being done to increase the diversity of in the Colorado technology community. Now, in case you haven't heard, and I don't know how that's even possible, the Denver Broncos are going to Super Bowl 50, or Super Bowl L, if you're Roman. The Denver Post gives us a taste of some of the technology used by the Broncos to encourage fan engagement, and it includes everything from virtual reality video to their own social media app created by Top Fan in Greenwood Village. It's really kind of amazing how much media is created by the team just for their fans. From the Denver Post technology blog Tech Plus, Denver-based Galvanize raised $3 million in venture funds from the Colorado Impact Fund, which only puts money into local ventures, something I can get behind. Galvanize started as a co-working space for new startups and have spent most of their energy since then expanding into educational opportunities with their G-School program. Speaking of educational opportunities, I just learned about CodeCraft, a developer school in Boulder. They posted some great lessons from a lunch and learn they had in December on tips from technical recruiter and job placement professional Kentra Prospero. There are about a million and one tips on how to get hired. These look like some of the good ones. The Office of Information Technology, or sorry, the Colorado Office of Information Technology, known as OIT, released their 2015 annual annual report. The highlights include OIT's three national awards for their focus on effective cybersecurity, an addition of 4,000 new IT jobs in Colorado, and the creation of a five-year IT roadmap to ensure OIT can cover the needs of the state of Colorado. Also in the report is something I'm very excited about as with my day job as a 9-on-1 dispatcher. Uh, FirstNet Colorado is a way to provide LTE networks for public safety agencies throughout the state. This would give first responders access to their own cell phone data network, which would allow them to communicate better with new technologies. Imagine if your first responders had a Uber-like app for ambulances that's something that FirstNet could make happen, and that's pretty darn cool. The Denver Business Journal reports that online real estate listing company Zillow will be adding 150 new jobs to their existing 300 employees in Centennial. This makes Centennial the second largest Zillow office outside of Seattle. And that is it for the headlines. I am always looking for cool news stories and sources, so if you have any stories, you think I should share, you can email me at aspantel at gmail.com, you can share them on the Colorado Tech Weekly Facebook page, or send a tweet and include the hashtag Colorado Tech. Now, let's take a look at the top 10 upcoming technology events. On Wednesday, January 27th, All Things API is hosting a panel at Industry in Denver on API consumption. This panel will include Tony Blank and Dan Corbin of Context IO, and developers Shelby Switzer and Rocky Madden. Also on Wednesday, the Data Science and Business Analytics Meetup will discuss maximum flow implementation on Spark Graphics and show off a Raspberry Pi Spark Cluster demo at Oracle in Broomfield. Staying on Wednesday, the Denver Founders Meetup is hosting a Q&A with Bigger Pockets CEO Josh Dorkin. Bigger Pockets is a social network for real estate investing based in Denver. On Thursday, we have three events. Built-in Colorado is hosting a Built-in Brews at Signpost in Denver. I've been to one of these Built-in Brews events before, and they're a lot of fun, but they're very packed, so make sure you're RS- you RSVP. On Thursday, Code School Refactor U is hosting a casual post-holiday party at the Attic Bar and Bistro in Boulder. And lastly on Thursday, the Cloud Computing Meetup and Users Group is hosting their very first meetup at the Hickory House in Parker, where they will be discussing technology and automated platforms. On Monday, February 1st, the Colorado Technology Association is hosting their annual legislative reception. This is a chance to engage personally with legislators about how technologies can and should impact citizens of Colorado. Also on February February 1st, we have Tech Riot, which has a capital I and capital T at the end for IoT or Internet of Things, is hosting talks by Doug Daniels, who is the head of Google's cloud platform business for the Rocky Mountain region and Ryan Margolis, co-founder and CTO at Notion, which is a Denver-based smart home company. On Tuesday, February 2nd, the Denver Open Source Users Group hosts Matt Rabel at the Innovation Pavilion in Centennial, where he will talk about Jhipster, which combines Spring Boot with Angular JS and Bootstrap. And that mostly makes sense to me. And the last listed event is Girl Develop It's Social Night at CodeCraft in Boulder. The mission of Girl Develop It is to empower and assist women interested in getting into and advancing in the tech industry. So, that is it for this episode of Colorado Tech Weekly Podcast. You can find everything discussed in this episode at coloradotechweekly.com. Which is also shared on Facebook every Monday morning at facebook.com slash Colorado Tech Weekly. Don't forget to donate to the Patreon page at patreon.com slash Colorado Tech Weekly. And if you want all of the Colorado Tech news all the time, follow me on Twitter at Scott Pantel. Or if you just want the tech news and none of my other nonsense, follow along the, with the Colorado Tech hashtag on Twitter. You can also find whatever projects I'm working on at scottpantel.com. Thank you, and have a great week.